Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the Messy Masterpiece Podcast with Chad, Tori, and still James. James is still here. <laughs> My voice just broke. <laughs> Y'all, let Tori and I tell you, we've had the best Saturday. Mm-hmm. It was so eventful, but also restful at the same time. Yes. And I know we're excited to jump into today's devotional, so let's just go in for it, babies. Yes, let's do it, you guys. Today, we are reading out of Romans 1, verse 16, and it's titled, Not Ashamed. It says... For I am not ashamed of this good news about Christ. It is the power of God at work, saving everyone who believes. The love letter from God says, Beloved child, I have given you the greatest gift known to humankind, everlasting life. When this life is over, you will be with me in paradise, where there is no more death. I've given you the honor of bringing the good news about Jesus Christ to all who need to hear it. If you're willing to save lives with me for the sake of furthering my kingdom, I will prepare the work and the way so you can walk in it. I promise it will be an adventure of faith that is beyond your imagination. You will find great joy if you dedicate yourself to delivering my message of hope. Love your Heavenly Father. The reflection says, if you had the cure for cancer, would you be able to stand by and watch people die of this dreadful disease? What would you do if you had the power to save someone from death? God has given us the cure for spiritual cancer, Jesus Christ. If we don't share it, people may die an eternal death. Don't be ashamed or afraid to share God's eternal cure for sin. The treasure of truth says, the only cure for spiritual sickness is salvation in Christ. Well, that was convicting. (laughs) So good, right? How do you feel after reading that? I remember reading this probably two years ago at this point, and I feel like I use this example all the time. So I was like, have we done this devotional before? But I just think it's so good, that realization of we have the best news possible. And I think so often we get nervous to share because we're scared of how people will look at us but instead we have to look at it as what if we don't you know like this potential awkward moment for a second is so worth it in comparison to like what that could potentially change for someone Mm -hmm. like it's not just going to make their day or their week or their month it's eternal life we're talking about it's heaven or hell. And I think so often we don't like to talk about that because it feels really heavy and it feels like this big black or white situation, but like, y'all, it's so real, you know, like that's the good news of the gospel is that Jesus did come down and die for our sins so that we get eternal life in heaven and paradise with God in his presence. And we are saved from eternal damnation. And it's like such a heavy topic that I don't feel like people want to talk about because yikes, like none of us want to go to hell and we live on this earth where people just think if they're good people, then it doesn't happen. Yeah. I think it can be really scary to confront someone about like a different way of living. Mm -hmm. You know, we're afraid to offend people. We're afraid to assume that we know better. There's a lot of different reasons why we may not want to, to share but I just love the idea of breaking it back down to the gospel, is, mm-hmm. which is good news. Yeah. And if we have something good, we typically want to share it. Totally. You know, I have an amazing spaghetti recipe. 
I love to share it with people. Mm -hmm. There's so many things that we have that we're excited to share with people. And yet we have the good news. We have the gospel of Jesus Christ, but why are we reluctant to share it at times? Yeah. And and I I do go ahead. Well, and I think people use the argument of like, there's so many roads that into like lead to the same destination. I'm like, no, it's not even logical. You know what I mean? If you think about like roads here on earth, it's like, if I take the road North or I take the road South, my destination is very different, you mm-hmm. know? And it's like, we actually have the direction. We have the map, like Google is actually working. You know what I mean? And so it's like, of course, why wouldn't we want to give them the direction that's going to lead them, you know, where they actually want to mm-hmm. go? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I hear what you're saying. And, and I think that's, that's so thoughtful because you're, we're, we're trying to figure out, you know, how do I broach this topic? The other thing I think it's interesting is sometimes I don't think people are thinking that far, right? Especially where we are right now, people have longevity of life. We don't have to face the idea of, of death or eternity. We don't have, Mm -hmm. and I think sometimes when we say all these other things, sometimes what we're thinking about is how do I kick that can down the road to a time when I'm actually going to face the thought of what mm-hmm. it means to exist right. and what it means to die even. Yeah. And I know that that's not like, like, that's not even the whole story of the gospel. The gospel is about even how we live. Yeah. But I think sometimes we're, we're also not ready to broach the topic of how do I think about an end mm-hmm. and we're not faced with it enough. And so it becomes an even bigger topic. And it's interesting because I don't, I, you know, modern medicine is amazing, mm-hmm. but the one thing it's also afforded us is we can try to push away having to actually think through some of the, the, yeah. the big, hard, deep topics, but they're the ones that also add meaning to yeah. life. Right. Yeah. That's super interesting yeah. to me because I know that I personally have noticed how I, I go out of my way to distract myself from thinking things. If I know that a certain thought's coming, I will try to distract myself. If I know I have to work on a project that I don't want to do, I will find a way to distract myself or make myself busy doing something else. And we're doing that in terms of approaching the subject of eternal life and what Mm -hmm. that looks like. And also right before eternal life, death, which is a really awkward subject. And so I do think that's something that we do need to approach and think about in a really healthy way in a constructive mm-hmm. way yeah um maybe not alone you mm-hmm. know because it, it, it's like it can be a scary thing to approach alone as you're just like okay right. well, what is the bible saying so why am i worried about something that could be you know 40 50 60 years down the road this just seems like something that's it's a lot to tackle right now yeah and and that makes sense right and that's that's actually where we exist right now is that it seems like you can push something off the other thing i think happens is we get on the other side of it. So on one side, we're going, this thing's so far away. How do I bring people current? Mm-hmm. How do I bring this into a conversation that makes sense for us to have right now? It almost seems like, how do I, how do I help them think about something that's actually really important when they're not in a place where they're even worried about it? Right. But then on the other side, I have been in the room when someone, they share the gospel out of their obligation. Mm-hmm. And it's more about trying to fulfill a quota than honest concern and care about people. And I think I think that's when it's really important to look at the life of Christ versus the life of the Pharisees. Oh, okay. Because I, I think sometimes we look at the Pharisees and we're like, oh, these people were awful. Yeah. And, and the thing is, though, they were a group of people who were trying to preserve their faith in a counterculture environment when the Romans were completely against them. They were trying to figure out how do we preserve this thing that we believe that's so deep. Mm-hmm. And yet when Jesus confronts them at some point, he's like, when you convert people, 
you make them twice the son of the devil that you are. And there are people who are trying to come in the door and you shut it on them. And so I wonder sometimes, like, I've I've seen where people, they actually confront people with the gospel. They don't share the good news. And it's not that they care about people. It's that they, they, they want to wash the blood off their hands of another human being yeah. in a sense. It's like, I'm doing this because I know that I'm going to be held accountable for it. Not because I came and I care. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, our model should be Christ who said, I didn't come into the world to condemn the world. I came to ransom it. I came to save it. Wow. And like, if we, and then when we look at another person and we say, I, I really want to share the gospel with you, it's because I am compelled by his love for you. Right that there is good news and it's not let me tell you how bad you are let me tell you how deep you fall let me tell you how much you failed let me tell you how awful you are let me tell you where you're going it's there is this incredible amount of love for you and i am compelled by it to share with you something that is hope and i think that sometimes we, we we lose sight of that because we feel compelled by obligation, we feel compelled religion. by duty, by religion, yeah. And I, and I think sometimes we we um, we need to find that balance between how do I bring people in a place right now where thinking about something a bigger deal mm-hmm. is not the thing we want to do. Yeah. yeah, it comes back to pure motives, you know, that we talked about in yesterday's podcast. That's absolutely it. Yeah, well, why am I doing this? And also then confronting myself, why am I not right. doing this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Yeah, I feel like it's, <laughs> I went to this Christian concert forever ago and I remember leaving and people were holding up signs and just like really, really hateful Christians. Christians were doing this outside of this other Christian concert. And I remember going out and I'm like, at, at what point do you think this is actually like converting people, you know, like or changing their mind or changing their mind? I remember them asking me if I could recite a verse and I was just like, it, do, do you think this is how this works? And I remember being leaving with this like righteous anger boiling inside of me of like, this is not how people are going to experience the love of Christ. You know, it's by, um, for me, it, I say this all the time on the podcast, but it's like the way we live should show people the gospel too. So yes, it's with our words and yes, um, Obviously, it's like with sharing and everything else, but it's also the way we live. Like people are watching us. People are watching the way we love, the way we speak, etc. And our lives should be a reflection of this good news. Yeah. I think then sometimes even too, in, in that same vein, we should be thinking about what's not just what's the gospel story, which I, I totally am into, but also like what's my story? How has the gospel changed me? Because yeah. I... I have conversations with people sometimes and I like, look, I'm not perfect. I, I, we could go through oodles of stories about all that kinds of things. But I will say that when I'm talking with people and as I get to know them and share, I can't help but share stories of how I'll tell people like how my faith background has changed me. Like, and, and like, I try to de Christianize a lot of the words, but, but to, to, to have a real conversation about my life's different. And it's because some of the things that I believe in some of the ways that I believe that, that deity or God or this thing has operated in my life. And let's have a conversation about that. Cause I can't tell you about me without telling you a little bit about how those things have shaped me. Amen. And then I think that is also like, that's a door to sharing the gospel. And now I'm trying to, to tell you not just the good esoteric news, like the news that's out there and like super spiritual. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you about my life is different. The testimony. Yeah. yeah. And I, 
and it, that, like you know their scripture what in in revelation they overcame by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony like yeah. our stories the story of what christ has done in us is in a sense it is it is a version of the good news now it's not the whole gospel right it's mm-hmm. it's our version of, yeah. of things that have happened in us and things that god is doing in us and the hope that we have the the living hope the hope that doesn't disappoint in the future yeah. um but also it's something that's real and accessible to somebody else to say, here's where I've been, here's this thing, and I can't tell you about me without telling you about it. Yeah, that really does um, make me think of that story. I think I mentioned it on the podcast a few weeks ago, but it was I think it was Peter and John who got arrested, and basically I think the Sadducees came to them and said, we're going to release you, but you can't share about this stuff anymore. Yeah, keep and it quiet. And they said, what? We can't help but share about the, the good things that we witnessed. Yeah. Yep. We can't help but share. Yep. And I love that the heart of it isn't out of obligation. It's what it's like kind of what it says in 2 Corinthians 9, 7 about tithing. Every person must give what they have decided in their heart, not out of reluctancy or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. I just love, it's just like, we're so excited to give, I mean, the gospel, of course, you know, we're so excited to share because it's, it's out of a heart that we're like, oh my gosh, this is so good. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. I feel like I just had a little Francis Chan moment right there. <laughs> God's so good. And anyways, uh, James, would you like to pray us on out? Oh, sure. Yep. God, thanks so much for the good news. Thank you for the idea of the gospel. God, I thank you that we don't have to be ashamed of it. God, that, that, that in fact, we should be letting the gospel into deeper areas of our own lives that we should actually be not only unashamed in sharing with others, but we should be unashamed in sharing with ourselves and letting you into the deeper places, letting us, our, our, our whole selves realize that there is good news, that you are actively working to save us. You are actively helping us to work out our salvation. Thank you. God, I thank you for the boldness for us to be involved and invested in people's lives. I pray that you help us to put down our own anxieties. And God, that we're having conversations with people when it is when it is right and natural. God, I thank you that you fill our words with yours. Holy Spirit, I thank you that you give us a reminder. You actually give us the words to speak in the right time, in the right season. God, I pray that you help us to lay aside the the fear and the obligation and you remind us of just the passion of how much you love us how much you love the people around us and i pray that you help us to be unashamed uh, in letting you into us and letting you into our story and letting our story into other people's lives and your story god i pray that you just help us to be better better messengers of the good news and now we're going to open up the floor for our listeners to spend some time in prayer on their own
Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. Thank you for tuning in on this special Sunday. Uh, I forgot to mention this earlier. I mentioned this every Sunday. If you're looking for a church to stream, our old church in LA, Legacy City Church, streams on YouTube. And so mm-hmm. you can go check them out on YouTube, Legacy City Church. Yes. And thanks to James for all of his wisdom in today's podcast and yesterday's. If you missed our long form, make sure to go check that out because... There was a lot of goodness in that one. It was our longest of long forms. Yes, seriously. I feel like we could have gone for another like three hours. Oh, and we went another 20 something minutes on Patreon too. I love it. (laughs) We love this stuff. But we love y'all and we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Talk to you guys tomorrow. Adios. Adios.